0: I've got people on the front line, tear jabbing, chopping, rolling bullets, and point blank, green, flash grenades I certainly don't need a music video right now. Newsflash, this is in proximity to you. Complacency is not an option, and we've been out of patience since forever.
1: Revolution will be harmonized.
0: <laughs> hey, yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode, the extendo clip for the revolution <laughs> <laughs> will be harmonized. It's your boy, Cameron Lavi-Jones of King Youngblood. As always, I got Stay Safe Knox and Jaden Grayson in the room, my illustrious co-hosts. All right, so we're back at it again with uh, Code Switching Part 2. For those of you guys that are coming back, what we were talking about was different forms of racism and how it rears its ugly, disgusting, bumbleclap, bitch-ass-looking face. Uh, Particularly in institutions relating to public transportation, to education, to housing, uh, to the medical field, you know, basically all the shit that you need to live. Uh don't that suck? Ain't that a bitch?
2: Ain't that a bitch? Uh first I wanna say it's more like a, a clip duct tape to another clip. You know, you can just flip it <laughs> around. with the motherfucker back in.
3: <laughs> so let's start. Let's begin <laughs> Honestly, man, I just want to start by saying fuck racism. <laughs> Let me just start with that. What time? And um just want no no shout outs to that and forever and always like it is so unbelievably exhausting as a black person to become educated to the point of articulation on these issues. Only to realize that the oppressors intentionally made it so that this
0: generation of white people would be like, "What are you talking about? <laughs> why? Why are you? Why, why are you so worried?" I put a why Black Lives so Ma- I put a Black Lives Matter little flyer on my lawn. I like, blacked out on Tuesday. Like, come on,
3: <laughs> <laughs> Karen, because it's not a fucking enough. Yeah, Karen, because it's not enough. And it, that part drives me wild, and and the. Um, When it becomes inherent is when it becomes easier. So like when you don't know that you're that way because you're in a system that has just made it that way.
0: Made it the status quo.
3: You really feel like you're not doing anything wrong. Um, Doctors, people in the medical field, they don't see the fact that based on the institutions and systems that oppressed, marginalized, specifically black people, that they're looking at a a whole-ass fucking human being, but they're not seeing it as a whole-ass human being. And they don't sometimes really recognize that. That is more than concerning. The rate of women, black mothers, that die during childbirth that die from the after effects of childbirth that die just being black women who have health issues whether that be mental or something um, in the body even mental is in the body but w- whatever it might be the the, the way that they are introed in conversation about their pain and the way that they're treated as a, as a mother I remember going in and being in a car accident when I was like 34 weeks pregnant and They, preeclampsia is a common thing that women get. It's when your blood pressure stays up really high um, and it can be fatal for you and the baby if you're not, you know, induced like at 37 weeks when you're considered as early full term as you can get. Um, Sometimes they have to do it earlier. This experience of going in, they looked at me and were like, your blood pressure is really high, but it's obviously because you just got an accident. But we're going to hold on to you here for a little while and look. Now, whatever, they handled that in the right way because they did discover the preeclampsia. Here's the catchy part. When the bill came, my car insurance company refused to take the claim because they said, like, preeclampsia was the precursor of this car accident. And the medical, my my medical insurance wouldn't take it either because they said... Like, you got in a car accident. This has nothing to do with us. Let your car insurance handle it. So on both sides, they fucked me. And it was like, we know for... You know that preeclampsia is a pre-existing thing that happens. It definitely is not caused by a car accident. Um, And and it, there was another example. And I'm left with this hefty-ass bill. On both angles. On both sides, right? And, it, it, I mean, and it was mind-blowing. And there was no way to fight that. And even going in and having the conversations with the doctor and going, so just clarify for me, you know that this isn't possible. And them going, yes, but there's not really anything I can do for you. I hope you take that up with either your car insurance or your
0: health insurance. But they've just told me. And it's like you get pigeonholed. I'm so sorry that you're having this problem, but your problem isn't my problem. So I'm just going to keep on pushing. Have fun. Uh, This is your bill. Tip your your waiter.
3: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's fucking tiring. Yeah. It's so tiring. Absolutely. Knox, you were going to say
2: something? Oh, I wasn't. I was just listening intently. That's beautiful.
3: <laughs> that's, that's beautiful.
0: <laughs> beautiful. Um what what you were saying especially at the beginning part there really really struck a chord with me about the burden of educating on this. Because I think even in just in the same way we were talking about earlier about how the education system itself centers whiteness. Centers, you know, Christopher Columbus was this grand explorer. Top. Cent- exactly. <laughs> <laughs> centers, you know, centers white supremacy on a global, international scale. But especially in America with, like, this concept of the American dream and the founding fathers trying to be all for freedom, even though they own fucking slaves, so clot there. Um, Bumbaclot! Um, but, uh, um, fucking... It also highlights to me is just like for us that education is a two-sided coin. The first side of it being it is such a burden it is such a massive weight to have to educate ourselves on something relative to our survival because if we don't learn these things we are stuck to continue being a part of the situation that, that perpetuates our subjugation While at the same rate, it is incredibly traumatizing to sit here and constantly look at the patterns and repeated history of black people being murdered, oppressed, or enslaved in every single context, regardless of the scale. It is exhausting, and it is also exhausting then to take not only the step to educate ourselves, to scrounge up the resources that have been kept from us to gain that education, but then to have to convince other people that it exists? It's insane.
3: <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> like, you oh. don't see this. I had an experience the other day where this uh, lady was like, hey, I really hope that you're, you're doing the right thing. You know, I see that you're really... I see that you're doing the work, but I, I hope that you're doing the right. And I was like, and he expressed to me. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I made a really good analogy because she was asking her, you know, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not accusing you. I'm going to need the context for this straight up Okay, Okay. I'm going to need the context for this. Okay. You can provide the context and I'll give the analogy. So
3: basically, I've been, uh, sending out reparations and donations to black trans women in Seattle. I've been helping with like, we've got a lot of individuals that are offering their cars in, um, protests and demonstrations to protect demonstrators and protesters from being hit as we've seen many times whether it's in news and media or twitter or whatever it's going to be and you've also had uh, bike people and then you've also had people getting arrested within these demonstrations and i've been doing what i can to help there you know what i'm saying so i get this random message from this home girl out in syria and she's like and this is, and i know her in a musical context never met but it's like you know when you're you, you ig fan with people low-key Kind of. Mm-hmm. We, we. I wouldn't even call us fam. But like she had been a follower for quite a while. Sure. Long before this started. So she know I've been talking about this shit for a while. This is day one. <laughs> this is hello. day one. Day one A1. And then she comes forward and is like, so what are you doing with this? What are you doing with this money? I, I really hope that you're actually helping people and you're really doing the work. And that's, you know, you need to really be doing the work. Mind you, she code switches without the ability to code switch. Sis hits me with the girl, girl, I don't know why you getting upset. I was like, ah. I know you're not talking now, to me. Now, remind you, it's five oh, o'clock in the morning. Go, what ah.
2: the fuck kind of time are you on? Uh, oh, <laughs> shit. Be careful. Be careful. Yeah, probably was a different time there, but <laughs> whatever,
3: bro. I think but. Be considerate. <laughs> no, nah, I gave her the
2: analogy. That's like the a fucking. Five AM check.
0: Hey, no late night munchie box No Let me fucking, wake up. I need some no syrup press. No, 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 some syrup. no They stay pressing me
2: shit. Oh, but nah, I made the analogy for, I was like, it's pretty much like Some fucking dumbass Karen Walking up to you in the store and being like I'm not accusing you,
0: but I hope you're not stealing <laughs> <laughs> I really hope you're not stealing But listen, I'm not accusing you Listen, I, I'm not gonna say that I was following you In the <laughs> store but I'm just really glad to see you brought your wallet. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, right. that's, all, I'm, that's all I'm saying.
3: And, and But again, it goes back to what I was saying before we were able to co-switch on the podcast that we were talking on the radio. It goes back to black women having to prove themselves so much more. And that's exactly what I came back with. You know mm-hmm. who you haven't questioned? Jeff. <laughs> you, haven't God shit damn back. you haven't said a word Absolutely. haven't said a word to none of these little white people that be out here looting the black culture and feel
0: nothing for like it. oh man i was talking I was talking to my girl the other day about like the importance of betting and holding places where you're sending donations to accountable um especially because it's like there have been such an uptick of so this is why capitalism is fucking nasty. No shout out. Um, That's why. But all these... A lot of reasons. All, no, 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 It's facts. <laughs> um, about this uptake of, like, different organizations putting Black Lives Matter in their name mm-hmm. without actually sending any of that money back exactly. to the movement or to the people that are actively working or that actively need help. Mm-hmm. It's a wild... It's a wild thing where it has also another form that you know cuz we cuz I'm I'm pulling I'm pulling the topic back I'm going to do it I'm going to do it
4: <laughs> it's, an, it's another it's another
0: thing where it's like it's talking through not only do we have the burden of having to scrounge up our own resources mm-hmm. scrounge up our own education yep and then also on top of that having to validate our experiences and convince other people that these patterns that we've seen and know to have experienced and know that are true exist but then the fourth part on top of it is it's like now we even have to go face to fucking face with well, hey, um, listen, what you're doing is really cool and all, but like, I don't know, like do you do you have any proof that like this is like do you have any proof that you're actually doing this because it's like, I hear what you're saying, and I can tell you're very passionate and I appreciate <laughs> it. But it's just, it's like, you do know, you? <laughs> do you fucking appreciate it? Because I feel like, and it's it, it's still <laughs> rooted in this belief that black people are so inhuman that even when we're we have created for ourselves the opportunity to uplift each other, for some reason, people still have this you know fundamental why? That's y'all. belief. That's them. That's yeah.
3: why. Mm-hmm. Because they on the flip side of the coin and there's the proof in the pudding that you know where you are at within the system. I
2: like I was collecting donations. <laughs> this is what I would do with <laughs> that like. Exactly.
0: Nah.
3: Just because you're <laughs> sus as <is> fuck every <laughs> fucking movement that you make does not mean that
0: we mirror each other. That's kind of That is, of our- that is yep. the worst. I think that's the worst a hey, you up text. <laughs> um, all time. I think that is the worst. You text and for
2: real, she's like not even uh, posting these donations with any type of organization or anything. It's just one black woman doing the work. Yeah, but her name is the fucking account. Yeah. Like, if you're if you're supporting her, you're supporting her in what she's doing. Mm-hmm.
3: And people have had so much problem with that. They're like, and if yeah. that's what's crazy to all the white people that be in my fucking comments with DMs Bez- Jeff- going crazy.
0: Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos. <laughs> <laughs> they be a they fucking... all
3: say the same thing. Why? Didn't you just, if you had just changed the name and I'm like, this is the code switch y'all be talking about. You don't. You call them police officers now, but you could just call back to calling them slave catchers. We know exactly what the
0: <laughs> fuck you're doing. We know what a sheriff badge the, look like. Hello,
3: and it's like you just want me to change the name so that you feel good, but you also are then taking away the credibility and the validity of the fact that yes, one black woman
0: can stir up this much. One black woman can have this conversation. It's placing the burden of proof of marginalization on the marginalized rather than who's oppressing them.
3: Hello. Hello. Mm-hmm. When ask, can we get back to asking for Donald Trump's taxes? Because why I y'all keep, pressing this Negro don't make they, those I think taxes. they required him
2: to like show him or
0: something. That's the last thing I heard. Did well, they? Because Yeah. Like seeing them. Well, does he got shit. a Venmo? Because it's like <laughs> uh, honestly, because I don't know if he had a Venmo, then I could I could text him around like four or five a.m. Hey, like, ask him for proof. Hey yo, so um, <laughs> I I don't know what you doing <laughs> with this money people are sending you. But I know this man, uh, my boy David, really needs some shoes.
1: (laughs) back to David. (laughs) (laughs) I'm never letting that go.
0: I'm never letting that go. Oh, Um, David, David Lewis, socks at least, (laughs) nigga. Yo, we got to get him some of those toe shoes.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Is is that is that
0: another is that another form of racism shown? Can black people not wear toe shoes? Have we been oppressed out of that too? (laughs) Jeez. We gotta wear socks with our sandals. Nigga. I'm upset, we, bro. I'm upset. We gotta wear socks with our I just sandals. wanna live my life. Let me let me be the gecko I've always wanted to be. <laughs> Stop oppressing me. Stop gentrifying the, the Maybe toe shoe store away David from Lewis my neighborhood. All wrong. Maybe
3: he's breaking the ball. <laughs> <laughs> Like he is wearing Damn. this completely pathetic and awful outfit. When,
0: when you so woke a for... tetherball.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. Oh, God. No shout outs. Wow. Honestly, you know what's tricky about talking about this is that you get to this point. I've been studying so much and you get to a point and maybe you guys can touch on like whether you felt this or not where you go like, when is it? When is it enough? Right. When is it like you guys have taken about as much as you can take without retaliation? Then you've gone years and years and generations past that. And now you're like, what's the problem? When does it become enough? And f- as for me as a black person, it's gotten to a point where it's like, I'm caught between one part, like, I'm going to do this work. And also, like, if you dare get in my fucking face and question me about shit we could toss all this education right out the fucking window and we can just disrupt some shit. Mm -hmm. It's on y'all. It's whatever you want to do because we've seen that these tactics that y'all have shown work. It works. And I know that you fear it being done unto you, which you have done to others. But if I just simply level the playing field by any means necessary, what does that look like? Because you get to that point of being so fed up. And it's not even rage. It's, it's, it's proximity. with it's, yeah. ex- yes, it's survival with exhaustion, just mixing in a pot together and mm-hmm. you're doing what you can. But he asked me before the show started, like, what? how is it that you get rid of the soup, the concept of the soup? Like, we're all in the same pot and we're not really getting to the person with the lid. I was like, blow so the up the whole fucking pot. Wicked,
2: most efficient way. Blow, blow it up, up the fucking
3: pot. Blow
2: it <laughs> up. <laughs> blow up the pot. Blow up the pot.
0: <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Shout out to habanero, ghost peppers, uh, anything to <laughs> Put some spice in the pot. But <laughs> if, if you're going to blow it up, man, you got to give it some fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, but nah, Jay, abs- absolutely. I think kind of the biggest thing, um, especially in conversations that the three of us have had, but as, as well as, like, my, you know, the privilege that I've had to have an education and in, in understanding these things from a pro-black perspective rather than a white supremacist perspective, um, is that proximity to the issue is the, the only thing that really creates change. Um, I think a lot about in the same vein of having to validate experiences, actually, you know, we're just going to do a story time real quick. So I remember it was like, I was taking this prison abolition class at UW and it was led, um, by having a bunch of different Brown speakers and, you know, like marginalized people were leading conversations constantly about it, about like, Hey, yo, like, so y'all know the prison industrial complex is like just slavery with, with extra steps. Right. (laughs) And for, a lot of the white people in the classroom, they were like, oh,
2: word? I've never heard that before. What? Oh, oh elaborate. right? And
0: then for black people and brown people in the class, we are like, Nick, duh. we've been saying this. <laughs> for, but anyway. For all the
3: resources they have, I just be like, y'all done with this
0: shit. Sometimes exactly. Like, it's what's like, going like, on? like, who let you in this school, bro? <laughs> yeah. um, but I remember it was like I was, you know, first really learning about how deep those ties went. Because obviously I wasn't going to get that type of education in high school. Mm -hmm. Um, you know I went to public school and all that Um, let alone if a private school would be teaching folks with money like hey yo like don't hate black or brown people like don't do that use
2: Um, your money for good
0: (laughs) exactly Um, but um, you know the extension of the conversation always is like when you learn something it's like you share it with the people closest Mm -hmm. to you to like have those conversations and expand the thought so um, you know you can one like have your own experience validated with other people in your tight circle, other people in your community to confirm things because you know you can learn whatever you want in a book, but until you have that proximity to it, you don't recognize it as truth or not, which I think is what mm-hmm. prevents a lot of people from understanding that black lives matter because they don't have a proximity to it in the first place. but I remember I was having this conversation with uh one of my exes and I was explaining to her like hey yo like I'm taking this class and I'm, I'm a prison abolitionist. And she was like, what? And I was like, no, yeah, like, it's just slavery. Like, it's just slavery. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very simple. It's just slavery. And then I was explaining to her how, like, you know, the police are the slave catchers for that system, how school-to-prison pipelines exist and things like that. And explaining to her that it's like, yo, like, this is my life on the line when I learn about these things. And for her, because she didn't have a proximity to it, you know what her follow-up question for it was? It was... I'm already tight. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I already exactly. I knew where this was exactly. going, I mean. The follow-up for it, after I explained to her that, hey, yo, like, I'm for the abolition of prisons because I don't want my future black babies to be subjugated to slavery the way that my ancestors were. Um, her response was, so... Are you telling me that you wouldn't love me if I still if I wanted to be a police officer? And I was flat out. Yo, I just I did looked, not expect that. I, yeah. I just looked at her flat out and I was like, no. What part <laughs> of <do> you <laughs> thinks I would want to be with a slave catcher? That is like a worse. What type of coonery do you Yo, think I, I, I you would ever be doing?
3: You, but like this. I didn't know you What is happening? Oh, this is like get out in uh, real life. That's
0: exactly what it felt like. What? And it was, <laughs> was she actually planning on being? was she like I, just fucking with you? Well, now she's, you know doing, this Uh, is a a whole, I swear to God, uh, (laughs) absolutely not. Um, But like another side to this is it's like, um, like she's learning like LSJ, like law, society, and justice. And there's such a fundamental lack in understanding Ooh. that you are only learning how to perpetuate the systems that created the problem that I go through every fucking day. Man. See, now, this is why... Listen. <laughs> so institutional about racism shit. That I'm nope. not supposed to say yeah. it on a nope. podcast mm-hmm. or the radio.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> listen. So, this is the problem with all of that. This is why I be saying to brothers, like, who, who it is that you choose to be with is who you choose to be with. But... This you they be trying to act like love is love is the one exception to absolutely racism. Not. It, absolutely it's not. not. Absolutely I promise you that if your girl, your girl will get you killed, I can absolutely promise if your you girl that I hear shouting blue lies about it, run. I'm hello. Run, no. run. Because it's if you That's because than your life leg. partner, the person blue that flag. you choose, <laughs> even when you're exploring dating, <laughs> mm-hmm. it is critical that you consider. Will this person, if I, because it's every day for every single black person, when I walk out this front door, are they going to understand what that means? Even me staying in this house.
0: Does your mama know about me?
3: Hello. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and the way that that affects you psychologically, the way that that sets you up in your reality is because you get pulled over with Karen in your passenger seat and she acting real shiesty with an officer. You did. You going, you you going dead. to see somebody. She and going sees- to the penthouse and you going to jail. Hello. <laughs> and it's probably her daddy. So, mm-hmm. like, why? Yeah. <laughs> why? Why are you
0: <laughs> subjugating yourself like that? But
3: again, where is the, and, and boom, another opportunity for you to be uplifting and investing and black women who continually invest in y'all every day
0: protect us i'm Tell not em. mad
3: i'm not Tell mad it's, mm-hmm. not, it's not anger it's, not it's furious. It, you know it's, you, got it.
0: you can be mad and you know this this whole episode is about like just dissecting and running a fade on different forms of how racism shows itself but it's like i think it's very interesting that it's as much as there are as as The tsunami that is institutional racism, and all the different ways in society that white supremacy has rooted its ligaments—it's like the day after tomorrow for niggas. Yeah, say that. Say say that.
2: That that way, you wake up up every time; it's the same day. Motherfucker got a whole plague
0: running on us. (laughs) Um, But, um, but it's like it's also in those very personal experiences too. Like, I remember um, I was like. Like, especially in the dating field of things like that, it's like people don't understand that dating as a black person is, a oh, my God, it's a whole other thing. Because now you're not only having to validate your experience with the world, but also with the person you're trying to experience that world with. That's a That's a wild concept that people that aren't black don't fully understand. And it's not that they don't have the capacity to. It's just, it's another form of the burden that white supremacy is created in this country. Of the burden of proof is put on the oppressed rather than the oppressors, mm-hmm. you know? And even
3: my most well-intentioned, like, white friends that have black partners... They are
0: fucking up sometimes! And they gotta get called on it so they do better.
3: exactly. And it's like, where...
2: And how and, they react when they're called out fucking matters.
3: It's exactly. And it's like, and where... And I'll never back down from it because... As a black woman, I look at every black man and I'm just like, if something, all it would, I mean, it's already happened. How many brothers have I lost? A lot. But like, you get to a point when you get older and you start to get more stable and you start to have routine, you start to gain an understanding, you really develop those lifelong relationships, not just the things that happen sporadically and relationships you just have by, because of ties of school or sport or whatever, but you start to really know people and care for them. And then you're like, if something happens to you and I already know the dangers and then you go out and you get mad. I get mad at black men. Cause I'm like, I already worry about you so much. I'm already so concerned about what walking out this front door. And now you're going to toss this into your house, into your bed, knowing what the hell could happen. Like, and, and, but you, there comes that stereotype of like angry, bitter black woman, but it's like, is it not justified in the fact that here I am, I'm going to watch you now do this and knowing that you're going to be half of yourself the whole time and you're already experiencing being cut into force anytime you go to work, when you're applying for a job, when you're applying to go to school, when you're looking to get a car when you're looking to advance in life as the system is set up against you already? Well, absolutely.
0: There's a huge difference between, like, being supportive in the existence of your black siblings, regardless of who they're choosing to be with, especially as a mixed person. Like, you know, my perspective on this is always that there's an opportunity. I I always say that mixed people are intersectionality actualized, like physically manifested, because I am the fact that I breathe and the fact that I am myself is proof that two different groups, and it's a little different for me because both sides of my folks are two different types of marginalized people. I can't speak on black, white mixed kids and that experience of coming to terms with, you know, that whole side of a family having to be something that you have a conversation about. But at the root of it, there's a huge difference between wanting to protect your siblings And trying to pressure your siblings into who they can or can't be. There's a massive difference in that. And I think it's an important disclaimer because if we are trying to make the world better for black people, we're going to make the world better for everybody. And if you rolling with us, you rolling for the whole squad. And that has to be the status quo conversation. And if somebody that you're trying to lie in bed with isn't on that same page, isn't constantly trying to... That whether or not your experience as a black person is valid, it don't matter what that person looked like. They fucked up regardless.
3: Period. Mm-hmm. Period. That, that's all, sis.
0: That's all. That's you right. said it. was collective. Um, it was collective. <laughs> Knox? Anything uh, uh, you want Anything... oh, not... <laughs> 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 to add in that, brother?
2: Oh, uh, you was talking about... Um... Mixed kids, (laughs) you said.
0: Let's also talk about how white supremacy has created the the conversation where mixed kids, uh, especially black, white mixed kids, are presented with more opportunities to betray and abandon their blackness in (laughs) order for a fake resolve Rooted in if I abandon my blackness, white people will support me when it will never, it ever, never, happen. It will never, never happen. Never <laughs> they why, will string you up from it, the tree. Exactly. Too, <laughs> it's, 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 it's why it's why it's like it's why it's so important, especially, you know, and I can say this, I'm light skinned. It's so important for especially light-skinned people to acknowledge their privilege in that because they aren't as dark-skinned. White people and white supremacy doesn't see them as like, much of a threat, mm-hmm. but sees them especially more as a tool to continue their supremacy. They see us as a tool to convince you that like, hey, yo, like you'd be way prettier if you bleached your skin. You'd be way prettier if you wasn't, you know, well, well not only, only that, if they're black like person letting
2: somebody into their workspace, if they're like, We're gonna hire this person, you mm-hmm. know, they're black, but we can adjust to being around this light yeah, skin person it, it, more than we could. And that's why I stopped I stopped code switching at work. I work in the medical field. But stop Another code form I'm of not decolonizing
0: no yourself more. is I said "nigga" to my boss the other day, and he was like, "Cool, cool, yeah." Like you know, what <laughs> what I'm saying like cool. I, <laughs> I said it to him. I looked at his eye. I was like, "All right, where my nigga? I'll see you Monday." I've, I've and he was just like, so "Great, times, all right, awesome." Like... Yeah, let me know when you get that email. I'll send <laughs> it And it was like since since doing that since and it's these very small forms of decolonizing yourself, but since doing it, it's like, "All right, cool. I know my boss is actually like he's down for it." Like. I'm not having to sit here and worry about whether or not he's going to give me a reference. I'm going to be like, hey, yo, this is my nigga Jerry. Like, I worked for him at the Media <laughs> Arcade. Yes, uh, And I was, like, the lead person doing pro-tools tutorials. Help me get a job over at XYZ. And he will fucking do that. Not because I'm his, you know, tasteful black guy Just that they token, brought in for diversity. Yeah. But because I can fucking do the work. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah, Don't tokenize to
2: that, my shit. Even to that degree, you, you still have to do more work. Than if you were white.
0: Absolutely. absolutely. But what I'm so, saying is, is bringing it back to especially like light skin conversation. It's like for light-skinned folks, it's important for us to realize that we have to bridge those gaps. Oh, absolutely. We have to be the conduit to reminding white people like, yo, I'm black. And be just like a big comment and the, something that I was really lucky to grow up with at home was. That I'm not half black and half Jewish. I'm both simultaneously. It's def- it's diffusing this whole concept that like of the one drop rule, where it's like if you black by whatever percentage, so I was just going to say you black. Exactly, I was just going to say you black. By nigga. any percentage, it don't, on, let's be real. it don't matter, bro. It don't matter. So if you are constantly going to be subjugated to white supremacy anyway, why are you trying to ride so hard for shaving your black brothers and sisters and siblings that are darker than you for the sake of an internalized miseducation that white supremacy and the culture behind it will somehow accept you and your black ass that you didn't know you was black? Exactly. When in reality, your experience and your struggle is way more aligned with your black siblings than Absolutely. it will ever be with a system that has been propelled to tell you that if you got one morsel of blackness, if you have any rhythm, you can't come to the country club. <laughs>
3: Who want to go? Exactly. <laughs> Do you know how weird it is that now they, like, want to be black? Like, isn't it weird to go through all of this? All of this. Now
2: they want black. <laughs> no, all it is to just be like,
3: all of this to then turn around and be like i, I went on black. ancestry.com i saw that i was 3% african at some point <laughs> like <laughs> i just now, say nigga, now. I am nigga. <laughs> literally just to say nigga and that they don't realize that that is based ex- still in the fact that they are so racist it is like <laughs> they're like I, I there's somebody that i know that's black i have to also be black i now have cornrows i now have a grill i now as if any of these placeholders are what makes a black person. When in let, let alone make up one. the black
0: experience.
3: Right. Or when the best the one. Yeah, have black relatives. We just. We are just. It. it oh,
0: yeah. We. Are, it's a big issue. It's yeah. a big.
3: It's a big problem because it's like, we're you can't ever jack this swag that comes with being black. Like you can try, but it looks like you tried. Macklemore. It.
0: <laughs> whoop. And I'm gonna m- drop that. I guess where you from? at the same rate, I am a hundred percent agree with you, especially in terms of just like how like they want to be us till it's time to be us. Um, yep. and like how light-skinned people in particular are subjected, subjugated to that concept because they're seen as like not fully black and not fully whatever else. you know, that whole diffusion, dilution kind of thing. But at the same rate, It's also important to, like, you know, I see, like, a lot of memes about making fun of light-skinned folks, too. And it's also, like, important that it's, like, yo, that doesn't help the situation either. The whole point in having these conversations here isn't to be solely on, like, a, yo, light-skinned people, like, you fucking up, get it together. That is a part of it. But it also has to be in the same breath, in the same conversation has to be none of this conversation should ever just be a, yo light-skinned people, like, pick up the fucking pace. It has to be light-skinned people and dark-skinned people. Y'all both got the same fucking oppressions trying to hit you. Just because they're hitting you in different ways doesn't mean you gotta act and you know, doesn't mean you gotta start Doesn't mean fighting. we turn against each exactly. other. Yeah, not
2: only that, to extend it beyond that, there has to be a way to uh, create that bridge between African immigrants yeah. and black Americans. Absolutely. Because you still see that kind of, Absolutely. those kind of issues with in between those two groups as mm-hmm. well.
0: But the whole, the whole, basically, I'm gonna sum it up like this. If you black Motherfucker, you black. There's no way around it. So you can either be black and start fighting to make sure that black people are living out here and get to a point in society where they can start thriving, or you can start fucking cooning like Kanye West. Pick a side. Pick a fucking side. Get a nerve. Absolutely. (laughs) Uh It hurts because it's true. Fuck! Fucking Ben Carson looking ass fucking... Herman Kane looking ass. Damn. You remember that one commercial yeah. Herman Kane did for his campaign where he just like was looking wild fucking brazy and it just held the camera on his side for a second, and then he just slowly oh, turned and yo. made the weirdest fucking smile. Like, you know he what he I just... Let me just say it. <laughs> it's awful. It's
3: hard when you know that your brother has like legitimate mental issues. And it's like this has been, this is. We've, know, I've, we've known it. We've known it, and we've always known it. And we mistook it initially, and it was presented initially as, like, a uh, musical genius in a way. And if you laugh one okay. okay. more time when I say this, Man. I don't... People, all right, people can fucking debate with their moms. I'm saying what the fuck I'm saying. <laughs> anyway. Say that. But when... It, however you took it, whether you liked it or not He made an impact And there's a reason that we're discussing him There's my point on that When you know that your brother is sick And then it it really starts to show You're like, ah uh, It's tricky when it's, when it's both Like, I cannot support you I do not support what's being said But
2: you're still a brother
3: But you're still a brother And if you weren't at this level that you're at with this money and this perception, you would be, you are the brother that I'm fighting for on the front lines. You just have a lot of money, so you are right. a lot of access at this point, so you are right. But you at the end of the day, Kanye, are the exact brother just removed from the money, removed from the system and really put into the part of the system that affects us in a negative way. You are the brother that I'm fighting for because... Look at what happened. His mental illness was completely overlooked. He got (sighs) bought
0: into becoming Uncle Tom.
3: Exactly. He was completely outed. And it was like, if you were around him and you were observing him, there are so many signs that he was not well. But nobody gave a shit. And that's, again, nobody cared about that black man to the point where now he's at the... The peak of his financial career, he's at the peak of you know the popular you know people are looking at. He's talking about being a fucking president, nigga, like, and he ain't well. And we didn't give no fucks. And this nigga dark as hell. So what does it mean?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think it's important also to to throw in there. I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw a little little ghost pepper in the pot for that. Be for any situation like this, as soon as it starts impacting other people's lives in a negative way it stops being an excuse and it becomes an explanation. Kanye still needs that accountability. And even though the unfortunate truth is that white supremacy has bought him out, the unfortunate truth is that he does have a mental illness to the point that he thinking that Harriet Tubman wasn't that guy <laughs> is, uh-huh. is an explanation for the premise and the depth of what white supremacy can do to the black Community, if it's given free reign to fuck us up. But at the same rate, it's like, bro, Kanye, you about to fuck this up for everybody if you don't shut the fuck up. And you know what would help? What? Is if. He- <laughs> yeah, say
2: it. Do it. Be messy. Is if he has <laughs> Do a <it>. black woman. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga in the sucking place. His, keep his ass in check a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. But he doesn't. He has a woman that's probably benefiting off of exploiting him. <laughs> mm hmm. So, that that be said.
0: How do you think Ray J feel about all this?
2: Uh, he just dropped some Raycons. I think he's doing well. Got <laughs> some Bluetooth headphones. Yeah.
0: I think he I think should I don't know what's going I, on. With Ray J. <laughs> <laughs> I think Ray J should be Kanye West's vice president. I think that's I think that's the thing. Kim that wouldn't Car- even be tight. Nah, let's that's say. like I she think, low
3: key, She'd be like, it makes sense.
0: <laughs> I think that's the, what the Kardashians are really trying to go for in 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 getting their money correct even more than it already is. Is like, yo, what if we made like the ultra Uncle Tom? What if we like a hybrid honestly? Like the Republican black first black
2: Republican president.
0: Yeah, what if we made like what if we made Herman Kane on TikTok? That's what I think they're trying to go for. That's what I honestly think oh, they're poor trying God, to create. Poor guy.
2: Poor guy.
0: Kanye, come home, bro. Who hurt I'm you? Home. Oh, i home. God, this just fucking kills me.
2: Yeah,
0: it sucks because it's true. Nah,
2: Jake Cole yeah. for president. Vince Staples for vice president. There you go.
3: I'm good off that too. Yeah, I'm good off <laughs> no that too. No more celebrities. Blow it, up. Blow it all up. Like, all right. first more of all, everybody's still talking about this system. Like, it's cool. Nah. <laughs> the, nope. If it ain't broke, don't <laughs> fix it. Burn it. Yeah. <laughs> that's the
2: new, that's the new phrase. If it, ain't, it is broke, though. If it broke. Exactly. Uh, so extra burn it. Like
3: burn it. Orders. If it ain't broke, orders. don't fix it. <laughs> burn it. Like, burn it. Because it's broken. So just get rid of this shit. Start again from scratch because this recipe is trash. No, not, <laughs> not,
0: metaphorically? Not, nope. Now that I was thinking about it, did Kanye ever have a producer tag? Um, no, right? I'm not making that up. Uh, Cause if he didn't Then that's even more proof That he was off the rocker From the get go It
3: was the intricacy
0: Of the way I that swear he to said god Jay. <laughs> I swear <laughs> to god It was when he said mm. <laughs> That's, that's why sample. the tag you need Is when he said You are a soul mm, Harriet wasn't that light. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh god
3: I hate him Every time he talks Because I just want to be like If you don't <laughs> shut your
1: black hair It's like the car. standing up For your ass If you're doing this bullshit
0: uh. I
3: can't, it's not even standing up from yeah, me. It's know. just being realistic with mm-hmm. like, I know that you are fucked. Like, I know that you're fucked. But yeah. it's also
0: awful that it's like, not only is he fucking totally compromised as far as like the movement for black lives go, but he also serves in the same way that the fucking Hodge twins do, the same way that Candace Owen does, as ammunition, the same way that Uncle Tom serves as ammunition Uncle for the continued express exactly, the continued oppression of black people when Kanye is speaking now and minimizing the history of oppression that black people have had to go through and live with generationally every single fucking day in this country, he is only throwing more ammunition on for getting the police money even more than they already are Allowing white supremacy to maintain its hold on all those different institutional amounts of racism that we've talked about in this episode, as well as it's just like, bro, you're making us look dumb as fuck right now. Why He's are you making doing himself. That that's the, that's yeah. the part
3: is that at this point, so we all, we we put our arm around Kanye when he was like, George Bush don't care about black people. We are like, we like, we like, like, facts. We we're like, facts. That's, that's our president Correct. right there. Yeah. Boom. And then it, but that moment, also, it stuck in the minds of all people across the board. So then when you hopped into where he's at now, white people are going, oh, so this was the guy. And now, look, he's evolved, and he's grown into this, and he's speaking for the black collective. And this speaks, again, when you uh, don't have proximity to the issue or proximity to the affected individual, the marginalized community, you're going to take whatever it is that you're seeing. And when he's what people are seeing, that's when it becomes dangerous rhetoric. Because this nigga ain't talking for nobody but himself, and he's hardly, he's speaking for one of his selves at this point. Maybe two.
2: Yeah, and like, I see what you're saying because on the opposite end of the spectrum you have people that white people are looking at that aren't in proximity to the issue who is speaking the way that somebody close to the issue would speak and that's Dave Chappelle who has mm. a similar influence but he's saying the right fucking things.
0: Mm-hmm. So
2: so people can well, really... Well also
0: because Dave Chappelle was placed in this yeah. scenario like the reason why the Chappelle show ended is because he was either he was presented with a ultimatum choice of yeah. either betraying the black community oh, in yeah. order to maintain his wealth and his status in his show,
2: or what he ultimately decided was like, no, you can't
0: fucking buy my blackness. For real. You can't do that. And Kanye has been the opposite scenario of that. Mm -hmm. Can I just say I love that
3: Dave Chappelle smokes cigarettes at every set <laughs> every the whole time. And sometimes it's, like it's
0: just
2: there in his hand for the first 30 minutes. He tries to light it like every five minutes. Doesn't I do it. I <laughs> love,
3: there's something to me that's so real about that because Very you, you get, no, it's just that you get to a point where you're like, this is me and this is who I am. And when I was traveling, I was did some like overseas travel. When I was chilling there, this guy asked me, like, what's, do you know what the number one killer of people is? And I was like, cops no i'm kidding but i was (laughs) um no but and and he was like it's guilt and he's like and you'll see this um he's like if you're gonna smoke a cigarette do it and be joyful he's like be happy and enjoy what you're doing if you do not seek joy in it or you sit there and guilt yourself for it then it's not the thing to be doing because that is what will weigh on you and there was something so vivid about that cuz i returned back to the states and my aunt was passing from cancer never smoked a cigarette a day in her life didn't even drink coca-cola health oriented individual genuinely and she looked at me and she i she people were like god how is this happening i think somebody said it like under their breath and she goes cuz i've been guilty my whole life i felt guilty and it just was re- a universe moment there yeah. wow. it was. that's wild it was and she looked at me she and i and i looked at her and i go well, since we talking about that, because I was a heavy smoker at the time, I was like, "I know you got cancer and all, but i this cigarette." I, <laughs> I thought for sure
0: you were gonna say, "Do you want to hit this?" No, for the one time. No,
3: but she looked at me and she goes, oh, "She goes, shit. go, and, but be happy about it." And that's literally those are like one of the last one Little of the circle. last words that we shared before it affected her brain. She could not speak anymore, but she was laughing, and everyone looked at me so sideways when I was like, "Well, I'm gonna go smoke a cigarette," but it she. It was a moment and it was a realization for me. And since that time, I now walk into truth. And that's why I'm saying I love Dave Chappelle just the way it is because it's like, and anybody, black people really at this point, now that things are so stripped down, it's just beautiful. You just are going to be who the fuck you are. Just like you said, we're black. Like, you don't, don't hit me in the DMs being like, what are you mixed with? Nigga, black black like it's, it's, black, it's, it's, black 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 like, it's nigger. those are my pronouns it's, it's like that's it and it's cool but I love it because it's it's who you are <laughs> my pronouns are nigger. that is my pronoun for real people be asking oh, I'd be like God. is she her nigga but I really don't care oh. <laughs> but it's nigga
0: <laughs> that's 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 for the homies from Wakanda only no, don't period get, don't get that twisted Karen <laughs> Don't, don't try it.
3: Karen, you will get bamboozled, honey. Mm. Don't do it. Wow. Okay. Miss um, um, N-word,
0: uh, I have
2: a question.
3: Miss <laughs> <laughs> N-word. Um, I yes, love... Miss Oppressor. Yes. Um,
0: just to wrap things out here, because I'm pretty sure we're, we're, we're closing in on, on it being about that time. Oof. Um, just <laughs> to, just to bring it back to the conversation and the topic, which is just like how different forms of racism appear and show themselves. You know what are, what are the key factors in being able to identify those things? Like what things do you think people, and you could take this on a real note, or you could take this wherever you want to go, because I know your goofy ass gonna say whatever you're <laughs> saying, and you need to say what the fuck you say. Um, but what do you think are the 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 things that people should be trying to pick up from? with the base understanding because if there's anything they should be picking from this it's that like oh shit white tu- pr- white supremacy is as a, as a concept is everywhere that anything institutional is
2: they they've got to critically think about everything that's presented to them that benefits them like anytime something is presented in a good opportunity for you critically think about how it became a good opportunity for you
0: it, like did it come become a good opportunity because it's a good thing or did yeah. it come at the cost for somebody exactly. else exactly
2: exactly and like you said that's how capitalism works so 9 times out of 10 Came at a cost of somebody else. Right.
3: I think they should start to wonder, you know, what (laughs) the world might look like if they continue in their ignorance. Because regardless of their ignorance, they now feel, if this was a fire, it's warm out now. It's starting to get warm. Before you are lit the fuck up, you might want to figure out your resources and how you might help put this fire out. Um, because it's hot. It's getting hot around here, and it's not gonna go away.
0: You either gonna flavor the but, soup or we blowing the mean, fuck up.
2: How about they just fuck around and add to the fire? <laughs> they Celebrate already the are. Though. That's quick. the thing. Is that like they started the fire,
3: the fire, then got in their car and went to their house and thought that it was gonna spread? To <laughs> their Chris, Nigga, is here. <laughs> what kind of fire are we talking about? <laughs> we, uh, I'm talking about like they they came to. They came to black people, they came to these marginalized communities, they started the fire, but with the way that they treat us, with the way that they brought Uh, us over, then they got in a nice little luxury vehicle, drove to their white ass fucking house 30 miles away, and we're like, that that shit's just gonna burn, (laughs) and then we gonna eradicate the problem now that they built up our economy, we good. Nope, it spread, and now it's at Mm. your house, so.
2: I thought you was talking about the fire of uh, black resistance. Oh, trying to burn no. down the system I'm like You <laughs> can just fuel the fire like, Burn it down like, Add uh, to it Don't put it out
0: Nah Don't I- put it out I-, I agree with that Um, I think the last bit here Is just like First of all Don't hit up No black woman at 5am Unless you really know her like that um, Period Second of all, <laughs> all run If you're looking for somebody To bother at 5am And hit with just the Braziest wild you up text uh, Text Jenny Durkin <laughs> Don't let her get comfortable From her Fucking mansion based off of the oppression of my people. Um, because I guarantee you, her and David Lewis and Kanye finna run. <laughs> David Lewis probably gonna try to be the speaker at a house. Humans said to be
1: that. <ass> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! But uh,
0: but yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in to The Revolution Will Be Harmonized. I'm Cameron Lavi Jones at King Youngblood. Always with my Illustrious Marvelous Fucking black (laughs) shit What the fuck Illustrious I (laughs) I got you Uh, With Stay Safe Knox And Jaden Grayson We'll Uh, we'll see y'all On the next episode Keep it black as fuck We out
1: Drop the pen for the slide, they be on the way To the plate on time like it's really safe Never numb to the shit, finna feel they face Finna eat finna, get the geeks nigga Know what time you at your house and when you leave nigga If they really hungry, hit you when you sleep nigga Make a trip, double back, then they re-enter That's why his content sound like his content Man, that's cold, when it cold Cut them slack, let them go, give them rope I don't gotta send them home, they just gotta go They just gotta disappear, I don't wanna know Put them niggas in fatigues, put them in a cloak Make them look like random, hold them off a ransom At least get cancelled and leave no trace and if we ever see him, it'll be in a showcase. Yeah, yeah. Tell that nigga free, still kill cocaine. Had that nigga spirited away, no nah face. Shorty love, and it makes you wanna play. Yeah, she call me safe nice cause I don't stay. I'm my fade away, nigga, play the goat chain. Niggas wanna eat, leave a play with no space. Niggas wanna eat, leave a play with no space. Niggas wanna eat, leave a play with no space. Tell that nigga freeze, still kill a Had that nigga spirited away, no face. Shorty love, and I makes you wanna play. Yeah, she call me safe, nights, cause I don't stay. I'm fade away, nigga, play the goat chain. Niggas wanna eat, leave a play with no space. Space. Niggas wanna eat, you play with no space. Niggas wanna eat, you play, no play with no space. Been on my dope game, recording that cocaine, raw that no lace. This on a slow day, she know I won't stay. She wanna broke play, fuck with her most days. Still in my soulmate. Feel like an old sage, doing my old thing. Digging my old grave, down my old way. Spirit like no face, go through a soul change, back in my glow face. look at the to grow great. Uh, fly a little shorty, my old flame, yeah. She gon' throw it back like the old days, yeah. She ain't sucking, sucking the soul straight, yeah. I'm my body feel like a blow tank, yeah. Niggas turn quick. Need a brocade, yeah. Switch on and relocate, yeah. And ghost I ain't finna leave a trace. So if you ever see me, it be in a showcase. Till that nigga free, still kill him co case. Had that nigga spirited, away, no face. Shorty love, then I makes you wanna bro play. Yeah, she call me safe nice, cause I don't stay. I'm to fade away, nigga, play the gold chain. Niggas wanna eat, leave a plate with no space. Niggas wanna eat, leave a play with no space. Niggas wanna eat, leave a plate with no space. Till no that nigga free, still kill him co case. Had that nigga spirited, away, no face. Shorty love, then it makes you wanna roll play. Yeah, she call me safe I don't stay. I might fade away, nigga play the dope chain. Niggas wanna eat, leave a play with no space. Niggas wanna eat, leave a play with no space. Niggas wanna eat, leave a play with no space. Till that nigga freeze, still kill him coke case Had that nigga spirited away, no face. Shorty love, and I make you wanna play. Yeah, she call me snake knocks, cause I don't stay. I might fade away, nigga, play the go-chain. Niggas wanna eat, leave a play with no space. Niggas wanna eat, leave a play with no space. Niggas wanna eat, leave a play with no space.
5: Uh Yeah. It's worth figuring out. I don't want to be stuck like that for long. It's worth.